Hi there, you are listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast, where we talk about being unstoppable in your business, brand, and life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as an entrepreneur, law firm owner, and course creator, I understand what it takes to get to the next level. Through scaling my law firm, making tons of mistakes along the way, and celebrating loads of success, I love to share my secret sauce, tips and strategies on how you too can become unstoppable. Welcome back to the Being Unstoppable podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am super excited that you are joining me today. I don't know where you're tuning in from, but I hope that it's a beautiful day and that you have got all the good vibes happening, no matter what is ahead of you today. So it has been a very busy time as we come into spring and summer here in Australia. I'm super excited because everything is starting to warm up and it's feeling really beautiful. And for me, I'm about to move into my holiday reno. I mentioned it last week on the podcast. If you're not following me on Instagram, pop on over to at Carolee Fontanelli and you will see everything that I've been doing with the holiday reno and starting to set it up. One of the things that I did was that I imported a whole container of furniture from Bali, which was an experience in itself because it was easy enough doing the importation stuff because I had been to Bali with a friend a couple of years ago and we went and found all the suppliers through a a company who helped us. They took us around, showed us all the suppliers. We could talk to them all. And then when we came, when she came back to New Zealand, she put in her order. So she'd already done an order previously. And so for me, I already had the contacts. Um, All you need to do is send a picture of all of the items that you want. And then they add it all up, put it in a container and ship it over. Well, anyway, the container landed, 20-foot container, uh, and the whole importing it on this end was something that I'd never done before, and I completely stuffed it up. It accidentally sat on the wharf for over a week, and it started charging me. Anyway, I've never imported anything, let alone a whole container, so it was a learning curve. We got the container delivered. I've got nowhere to put it at the moment. So it all went into a storage unit. You have one hour to unpack this massive container. So we did that, put it all in a storage unit. And I'm super excited because this weekend I get to go to the storage unit and unpack it all um, and start unwrapping it. It's all wrapped in like cardboard. You get to unwrap it all and I get to start placing it around the holiday rental. So the holiday rental is called The Heydays because it is a 1970s house, which is was original and it's had a full renovation. Um, and we have definitely restored it to The Heydays. It's beautiful and it's going to be a gorgeous retreat for um, ladies retreats, business retreats, weekends away, family time, and just think Palm Springs vibes. So the Gold Coast, if you want the best spot on the Gold Coast, 300 meters from the light rail, go and check out the heydays because that's where it's happening and I'm really excited about it. Anyway, let's get stuck into today's podcast. Today, I have had the pleasure of interviewing Angelique Sheedy. Angelique is an incredible businesswoman. She's also a student in the Scalable Business Lounge 
And she's actually not a lawyer. She is a bookkeeper. And she came to my um, Scalable Business Lounge because she's my firm's bookkeeper. And she does an amazing job of our bookkeeping. We've had her for a number of years. And I am a massive believer, as you will know, to outsource as much as possible. I've never done my own bookkeeping because it's just not an area of my expertise at all. Uh, And so Angelique does all of the bookkeeping for the firm. She pays all the salaries as well. um, And she makes sure that everything is tickety-boo. And so today we talk about her business. We talk about um, what she's done since joining the Scalable Business Lounge, which is amazing because like a lot of us, the fear of putting yourself out there is real. And this is something that Angelique has had to overcome. So we talk about that. And we also talk about the importance of outsourcing your bookkeeping and what a bookkeeper can actually do for you. So this is a really great episode, particularly if you don't have a bookkeeper and you are wading yourself through your own bookkeeping. Uh, Take a listen and I can't wait for you to meet Angelique. Well, welcome to the podcast, Angelique. How are you? I'm great. How are you going, Carolyn? Yes, great. So Angelique is a very special guest today because she is a number of people to me. Angelique is one of my great friends, but she's also my bookkeeper for my business. And she's also been a student in the Scalable Business Lounge. So I thought that Angelique would be a really good um, host, host, a really good, I'm the host, hang on a minute, (laughs) a really good guest for the podcast because um, she can offer a lot of information for anyone out there who's starting a business. But she can also talk about her own business because Angelique is also a really successful businesswoman and has been a successful businesswoman for a lot of years. So Angelique, first of all, before we get started, I ask all the guests the same question, and that is, what makes you unstoppable? Yeah, I knew this question was going to be coming up and it's obviously it's had me a little bit thrown in most of the week but um I think the easy answer for me is basically a willingness to really work hard um I'm not afraid of hard work um I've got a lot of self-belief although you know I haven't always felt you know, unstoppable. I've always had moments of feeling a little bit fearful in my business or fearful in myself. But I think just wanting to be um, as independent as I can be and take that through my business life. Um, I've had to really start out from scratch and and in the you know in the formative years of my business, you know, you stumble a few times. But I think just that main driving force of, you know, well, I'm just going to dig in, work really, really hard and and just believe in myself. So I love that. Thing. So tell us about when when did you start your business and how did you come to start a bookkeeping practice? Okie dokie. So I know it might sound, um, you know, my I might sound very young, <laughs> but I've actually been um, in my business since I was 24 and I'm um, 55 right now. So that's like 30 years. That's a lot of years in business. That is a lot of years in business. And I actually don't even remember the last job I had. 
Um, I've, I feel like I've basically been working for myself um, my whole life. Um, and the reason why I started my business was I was um, had a baby and I wanted a job or I wanted to do something that allowed me the freedom that I could look after her, my daughter Ash, because I was living in Sydney and I didn't have any family around me. So when it came time for like, you know, um, somebody to babysit, I really actually didn't have anybody to lean on. So I needed to um, have a business that gave me that flexibility. And in that, like, you know, marriage fell apart and um, I had to basically just be really, really self-reliant. And I was lucky that the business sort of grew organically. Like I had one one um, friend who said, oh, I really need somebody to help me in my business doing a little bit of admin. And I put my hand up and um, basically started doing bookkeeping that way. It was literally a learn by the seat of my pants. And then I got referred to another business and then another business. And basically in a small little suburb down in Cronulla, I was doing books for probably four restaurants. And um, that's where it all really started. That's awesome. And fast forward to 2021 and you run Mm -hmm. a really successful bookkeeping practice. You have a lot of clients Um, including our law firm as a client. So you help law firms, you help restaurants, you help all sorts of businesses. I hear you even have a sex shop as one of your clients. We're not allowed to call them a sex shop. It's an adult gift store. (laughs) Adult gift store as as a client. So you've got all sorts of clients. Um, When it comes to helping um, people in their bookkeeping, Run us through um, what it is that you, what that actually means. So for someone who is either in a law practice or starting out a business, they might not know exactly what a bookkeeper does and then what the difference is between having a bookkeeper and then having your accountant. Okay. All right. That's a really good question because I get that all the time. People sort of ask me, um, you know, what's the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant? Now, the word accountant can be used, you know, it's quite a broad term, um, but basically a bookkeeper in 2021 is a BAS agent. So they lodge BAS. Um, they also run the records, the financial records in a business so that that business can then do their their tax with um, transparency and, and, and great financial information for the account. So if you don't have a bookkeeper doing your books, the, at the end of the year, the account really is in um, an area where they, they don't know where to get their financial information for the, um, for the business. But bookkeepers these days, I mean, years ago, people used to think about a bookkeeper and it was just somebody, you know, data entering um, things or, you know, writing checks. Um, but a bookkeeper is actually somebody who is advising you on your business, um, who is providing structure around your financial records, um, and, you know, helping you with your payroll, making sure that you are compliant with the ATO. And these days, when we're not compliant with the ATO, we end up facing, you know, the, the risk of audits. Um, and even like last week we had... Um, a COVID grant that was being um, paid out for businesses in lockdown. 
Now, these businesses weren't able to apply for grants unless they had accurate financial information to back it up. So I think that's why it's really, really important to, yes, have a fantastic accountant to um, help your tax plan and everything, but to have that bookkeeper that's working alongside you in your business every single day. Yeah, and so what I find is um, is in my bookkeeping and accounting for the law firm is that my accounting bill is so much more because I have invested in a great bookkeeper and they keep like all of that on track throughout the year. So when it comes to tax time, it's really a simple job for the accountant. Oh, absolutely. Like if you, you know, back in the old days or or, or for a business that doesn't have um, somebody looking after their, their books, when they, you know, rock up to their account at the end of the financial year and say, I need my tax done, the accountant's going to ask a myriad of questions. And if the business owner can't answer those with, you know, financial records, the accountant's got to go digging. And though that digging costs a lot, you know, this ends up being more than digging, it's like excavating. And that excavation can cost thousands more than you would actually, you know, need to spend. And yes. money, and so, you know, like you've got to really watch those dollars and cents. That's right. And just like anything, um, handing it off to an expert um, where they're just doing that role day in and day out uh, is going to, like it feels like an investment, but it's going to save you a lot of money. So, for example, um, you can make big mistakes with your GST returns. You can have to end up paying money back to the tax department or you can have overpaid and you're never going to get it back again. Uh, the other thing that could happen is that you could accidentally underpay um, wages or super and that could land you in hot water. So having a bookkeeper um, helps you uh, from, you know, preventing anything like that happening. Oh, 100%. Like a lot of people don't realise that there are certain things that you spend in a business, but if you spend it late, you actually can't claim it as a tax deduction. So just you know, boring stuff here, but if you are a business owner and you have staff, you've got an obligation to pay super. And, you you know, nobody likes to have to pay additional things, but if you pay that super late, it actually is not a tax deduction for your business. Even though you've paid it, it doesn't count. So what a bookkeeper will do is make sure that you are paying things in a timely fashion to make the most of your, um, you know, your tax deductions. And also I think for a lot of people, they don't want to have to ring their account and ask questions, you know, so because, you know, they think, well, it's going to cost a lot of money if I have this question to ask. So having their own bookkeeper is like having their own CFO, you know, they're on hand, um, they can answer questions quickly and, Provide a lot of relief, I think, as well, because you might be sitting at home at night stressing about something. You think, well, I'll just ring my bookkeeper tomorrow and Bob's your uncle, there's your answer. Yeah. Um, so, so in the Scalable Business Lounge, uh, one of the things that we work on is creating a business that doesn't require rely on you all the time as the business owner. And so a lot of that is about delegating and outsourcing and getting rid of low-end tasks off your plate. And so one of the things that I really believe is that the first thing that we should be getting rid of, and in fact, never touching ourselves ever, is our bookkeeping. Because it's such an expert area 
that you can't possibly do your work as a brilliant lawyer service provider and also be a bookkeeper of your business. And so outsourcing it can just save you so much stress, so much time and so much money. And so that's why I've always always outsourced my bookkeeping. Um, so what do you think about that? Well, not everybody is as smart as you are, Carolee. So because <laughs> what I think about that is a lot of people start out in business and they're really, really worried about spending money. So they want to keep everything fairly tight. So they go, oh, well, I'll, I can do my own books or my wife can do my books or my partner can do my books. But in actual fact, that will end up in the long run costing you more money. I always say to um, potential clients, um, you know, I make my money doing bookkeeping. You don't make money in your business doing bookkeeping. Do what you do best. So if you're a lawyer, you make money doing your law, you know, running your law practice or um, if you're um, an accountant, sorry, if you're a builder or if you're a real estate agent or any business owner, you are not in your business to do bookkeeping. That's what I do. So hand it off to somebody. It's not a big deal to um, release that information because you're only, these days there are so many regulations around our practice um, or our industry that, um, you know, we're answerable to the tax practitioners board. So you're protected. You don't need to worry about, oh, where is all this information going? Um, there's checks and balances with everything. So, and, and that's a, um, that's a comes, brings us to a, a good point is that a lot of people, particularly lawyers, are very risk adverse. So they don't want to hand off passwords or hand over um, bank account details or anything like that. So in terms of like your bookkeeping practice, I mean, you have access to lots of people's bank accounts, which is no different from a lawyer having access to trust account money. Um, you know, you're you're still you're still required to um, you know, there's like you say, legislation around all of that. Um, but people have trouble trusting. And for you to do your job at your fullest, sometimes you do need to give access to people. So um, for example, I you you have access to our bank account because it's a great backup if you ever need to get in there for any reason um, or anything like that. So how do you overcome that with clients and helping them to trust? Um, I think there are, there are certain clients that will never trust. They you know they're just built that way that they they just have this fear. So my take on that is you know if I always like to, you know, try and have a face-to-face -face meeting with somebody um, so they know who they're dealing with. Um, there are all sorts of authority forms that need to be filled out. Um, there's lots of background stuff that, that we need to compliance, stuff that we have to sign off on. But I think just when I'm meeting a client and it's just making them feel comfortable, at the end of the day, we can set up all the security that we like and the client always has the last the last say in anything. So if somebody wants to give me access to their bank account, we can say nothing will ever be able to be spent. You have an authority over that. Some clients will say, I don't care. Here's my token and, and pay all the bills. It's whatever makes you comfortable. And that's the way I like to work with my clients because there's no way I want to deal with them if they're feeling edgy. 
So it's just a, um, and I suppose that's why my business is called Flexible Bookkeeping Solutions. It's a, you know, we try and tailor things around how people want their their um, service delivered. So yeah, so um, one of the services that you provide for our law firm is you provide um, a service where you do all of our wages and um, super payments. And for me, with a large team now, um, it's well, one, there's a lot of legislation around all of that. So, and it's, you know, you've got your head around all of that. It's not my job to have my head around it all when I outsource it to an expert. Um, but the other thing that it does is, is it brings, for me, it's a great service because it removes the onus off me for, um, say, disputes around salaries or wages. So, you know, sometimes team members, they, question their holiday pay or they, they question um, a personal leave day or something like that. Whereas, so for me, I can say, I'll just check with um, our bookkeeper. And so you then provide the answers to those things and it it relieves me so much. Um, oh, absolutely. There's nothing worse than having to be in it with your staff over those types of things. Um, I had a client call me yesterday because he he had a, um, a staff member who had a big night out and he injured himself and he was questioning whether or not he was entitled to sick leave. And rather get into an argument with his staff member over it, he just handballed it to me and I dealt with it, you know, with the correct legislation. Unfortunately, you, you know, whether you don't, um, if somebody's stupid on a weekend, they're still entitled to sick leave. But if he didn't have me to have that conversation, he would have ended up probably with an argument with his staff member and then that turns into something else again. So just offloading those uncomfortable conversations or um, dealing with obviously all businesses with their employees should have, you know, contracts in place. But, yeah, like you said, when it comes to, you know, how much entitlement somebody's got. Uh, when you've got a, ta- a big team, or even a small team, there's always a new situation mm, with staff. Yeah, exactly. You know, things for me, I've had a team for a really long time, but things still pop up and I still have to ask questions like, you know, um, what do we do here? And is this regarded as personal leave or is this going to need to be holiday pay? Um, mm. You know, and it's great to just have that person there all the time on your team um, who takes the pressure off you. Yeah, and sometimes it's not even about you know, legislations or, or tax laws or anything. It's just a sounding board. You know, like I've had clients come to me and they're just like, you know, how does this sound? So having, you know, a a bookkeeper on your team is is basically a backup for a lot of areas. You know, somebody you can throw around business ideas if you want to do some, you know, you want to go out and buy something in your business rather than, you know, question yourself have a chat with your bookkeeper and see how the figures look. You know, there's lots of ways we can back you up in your business. So for you with um, book your bookkeeping services, do you serve people um, just in your local area or do you serve people now that we're all so sort of remote? Can you serve people from anywhere? I can, absolutely. Yeah, most of the um, software packages that, that um our industry uses these days are all cloud-based anyway. Um, you know, I have I have meetings every week with clients that are interstate. Um, I also, you know, 
can work with people overseas. That there is no there is no limitations any longer. Gone are the days where I have to drive around the countryside, you know, picking up paperwork from clients. There's all sorts of fantastic systems in place where you can scan in your receipts. Um, everything it flows through to your accounting software. So there's really no need to have somebody in your local town that you need to rely on. You just need to find the right fit for you. So you don't get any shoe boxes delivered to your office anymore? Oh, I do. <laughs> I could show you a couple now. They still do get delivered. There's still some old school people out there. With oh, shoe boxes Lord, there are still people writing checks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so with your service uh, and, and just with bookkeeping in general, what advice would you give to, say, a new startup practitioner um, who's starting their own firm. And I know like say, for example, with law firms, they think that they're different from other businesses or, you know, they might be running a trust account as well. So what advice would you give to that person who's not really sure about all of that regarding the um, their bookkeeping? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, first off, figure out exactly where, you know, when you want to start your business, um, everybody's got to start somewhere and don't think that you have to be somebody or you have to be turning over a certain amount of money to have somebody like a bookkeeper on your team or, uh, you know, a trusted advisor. It doesn't matter how small you are, you have to have somebody on your team to help you. And, look, setting up for success is really, really important. There's no, it's hard to pull back the tide. So if you're like six months down into your business and you haven't kept any records, you know, that's going to end up being really, really stressful and time consuming. So my my advice to a startup is get yourself set up early. Even if you haven't, even if you haven't got any transactions coming through your bank account, have all of that set up and linked up with like a product like Zero. So as soon as trade starts happening for you, it's all able to be captured. Don't wait till you're, you know, you're actually trading. Get it sorted out first. Yeah. And so what a lot of people do, particularly lawyers and particularly if they have a smaller team, is that they do all their invoicing themselves. What do you think of that? As in what, the, the, the principal invoicing themselves? Yeah. Well, look, if they're not if they're not big enough to have an admin, somebody in their admin team, like, you know, you've got a great team behind you looking after your, your billing and all the rest of it. And I just overset, I come in behind all of that and provide support for all of that. But we can certainly, I've got clients that, you know, they'll send me an email and say, can you please bill this person? Um, so they don't actually have to do any of that. They just you know, can sit back and watch the money coming into their bank. Yeah, because I think what I think people get bogged down in doing all of that stuff because they don't actually realise that someone like you can take care of all of that for them. Well, absolutely. I mean, I'm not sitting there watching the, the files come in and know what, like, for instance, in, in a firm like yours, I'm not seeing the day-to-day things that are happening in your office with the clients that are coming and going. But if you were in a situation where you wanted to outsource the invoicing and the billing, it's a simple matter of setting up a system whereby we get information, we provide the, 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 um, the invoicing out. 
that also allows us to then be your debt collector. And nobody likes being that person. Yeah. And it's really hard to do it for yourself. I find it really easy to collect money for other people because there's no emotion involved. Um, But if you're there going, oh, that person's late with paying their bill, you know, it's that awkward, you know. I I mean, some people are even embarrassed to send a reminder. Yes. But from my angle, it's like, no, 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 this person owes you money. That's the thing. If you're a smaller team and you don't have a big team behind you yet, um, to be doing your own invoicing and chasing clients up for money, it's so time-consuming. And like you say, like as the provider, the service provider, you're often emotionally attached to it because you feel like I've done all that hard work and now they're not paying and it leads to resentment and then you're trying to tiptoe between keeping the client and sending them, you know, the letter of demand and all of that kind of stuff. Whereas if you have outsourced all of that to your bookkeeper, um, yes. that's easy for you to take care of. Absolutely. And then you've always got somebody somebody else to blame. Like if you have that person come back to you say, oh, but I, I you know, I wanted to pay this or they've got an excuse. You can always then say, oh, sorry, that's the bookkeeper's job. So, you know, they just tackle that on their own. So you can separate yourself yes. from all of that awkwardness. Yes, exactly. Make so us we've, established, we've established that outsourcing your bookkeeping is key. It is key, absolutely. And so, and also what you're saying is outsourcing your bookkeeping early, even before you have your transactions coming through, is a key to success. I think it is because don't think that just because you've outsourced it, it's going to be costing you, you know, oodles of money that you're going to be losing. Everything is a tax deduction, as we know, but also there are businesses such as my own that, um, provide a service for um, for usage. So basically, you know, and there are lots of businesses that only package up. So you're paying whether you're doing any work as well. In my business, if there isn't any work that's being done, you're not getting billed for anything. So, you know. And I think as well, like looking at a couple of people that are in my lives, I've got a husband and a brother who are both in their own businesses. And one of them has gone out and outsourced their bookkeeping straight away. And he's already set himself up for success. And the other one has been not properly outsourcing the bookkeeping and trying to take care of it himself. And I can see that one of them has a lot more stress in their business than the other. Um, Because wouldn't you agree? (laughs) Yes. And Angelique knows who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. She's the bookkeeper for one of them and not for the other. Um, But, but, you know, there's a lot more stress because there's this concern and worry that uh, am I doing it right and I've got to be raising all these invoices myself and it's just all this hard work compared to the other one who's just um, paying the money and having someone else take care of it for them. It just, you know, it's a whole area of your business, which is essentially an entire department, your accounts department, that you don't have to be worrying about. Yeah. And like I said, there's this fear factor that it's going to cost an absolute bomb. And that's just not the truth. It really isn't. That's the truth. But there will be people who love that control. And unfortunately, control equals stress. So So the thing with control, and this is what I try and teach in the Scalable Business Lounge, is that if you try and control everything and manage everything, your business has got 
um, one CEO and one creator of the business, which is you, and one visionary. But if you're trying to micromanage all the departments, so you've got your marketing and you've got your service providing, you've got your accounts, um, you've got your HR, if you're trying to micromanage every single department and plus servicing clients plus uh, running the business, how are you going to scale your business? You can't. And look, I'm a perfect example of that because I've sort of been a lone ranger for a lot of years and it's been really hard to let go of the reins in certain areas and, um, you know, joining the Scalable um, Business Society Lounge, um, I have learned that I have to let go as well and, you know, oodles of chats with you about outsourcing certain parts of my business has been it has been paramount and it's um it's been successful for me so far like and, and I'm still in the very um in its you know in infancy in tr- you know in outsourcing certain areas so in the scalable business lounge outsourcing is a big thing that we do um and also with that you've got your social media your branding your marketing all of that kind of thing um and so one of the things that where you have been really successful is implementing uh out you've outsourced to a va uh, and your entire online presence has changed in the last 12 months yeah i think it has and i sort of i sort of feel a quite proud actually because it's sort of it's stepping away from it I can um put I'm able to put myself out there without fear of like I actually don't feel any judgment whereas before any time I was posting anything myself I would post it and then remove it but when you have someone else posting it on your behalf and someone creating the beautiful graphics and someone coming up with the captions and all of that kind of stuff, it does, it removes you from it. And so then you're not the one judging and criticizing and all of that because you've got someone else going, this is brilliant. I'm posting it. Look at you go. Yeah. Like I'm actually really surprised at how quickly, although um, you really, really helped me in the early stages of me, you know, hiring my VA because I have tried before and I was just like that business that I was telling you about, don't be scared of spending, you know, that it's going to cost you a fortune where I would hire somebody and if they wasn't, if they weren't getting it right immediately, I would have this complete fear that I was throwing away, you know, money. So I would just, you know, can the idea and then try and do it myself again. But you said, you know, the beginning of this year, just hand it over, you know, find somebody that's the right fit and, you know, and you also said take your time in, don't rush in in your, you know, recruiting um, stage and find somebody that's the right fit and then give them time to to figure you out and, and that's sort of exactly what I did. I basically said go away and, you know, learn who I am through my website and and even through my personal sort of social media page um, to be able to learn who I am and how what my voice sounds like. And she sort of has nailed it. I've been really, really lucky. And, um, and yeah, all of a sudden now I'm, I'm actually somebody. I'm not, you know, like I feel like I feel bigger and better 
you're not someone who's hiding behind the books in your business or behind the computer screen in your business. You're actually out loud online going, um, you know, this is the service I provide. This is who I am. These are the industry things happening at the moment. Um, and you're out online all the time and it looks amazing. So you've also yeah. provided your, um, your VA who's based in the Philippines, you've provided her with really great imagery. So you've, you've worked really hard on your branding and you've spent some money on your branding and your imagery and it looks amazing. Uh, and so that obviously helps. And she is creating incredible graphics and captions and all sorts of things. And I'm super excited about your result this week, which is that you've attracted someone into your business. Tell us about that. Yeah, I've been, um, you know, I always have a, a wanting to take on a new team member um, but have been filled with, you know, fear of recruiting the wrong person and um, yeah, a few weeks ago, I got, was contacted by somebody who found me on LinkedIn. And I had never, ever used LinkedIn as a source of a, you know, a social outlet. And this person has been saying that they, you know, contacted me and said, you know, I've been following you on on, um, on LinkedIn and I really, really love your brand and, you know, blah, 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 and wanting to work for me. Um, and this week I... Um, um, we, we started working together and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it'll all work out. But um, the, I'd never had somebody come to me. I've had clients come to me saying they want to work with me, but, but not somebody who wants to work for me. So. And that's so awesome because what we focus on in the Scalable Business Lounge is getting those foundations right. So really setting the tone for your brand, what you stand for and who you want to actually attract into your life and into your business. And it's not just the clients and getting a flow of clients into your business, but it's also getting a flow of referral partners and opportunities and team members, because all of those things are really important in your business. Clients are super important, but also we need to have a flow of good team members and we need to have good referrals and we're in business to have great opportunities, right? And so oh, yeah. um, what you've been doing and putting yourself out there, it's so awesome and it's it looks so great and all of a sudden you've just popped and you're showing this brand that is Angelique and flexible bookkeeping. Yeah, thank you. I, I sort of feel like I've popped a little bit. You have, you've um, popped. You've popped. I have popped, yeah, and it's only taken 30 years. <laughs> So in terms of, let's talk about confidence and and the confidence to do that, because I know for lots of people, and I know this because I was also one of these people, that there's this real fear around putting yourself out there. Yeah. So for you, what were some of the things that were holding you back? Oh, my God. I was my biggest, I was my biggest hurdle. Um, I think, I suppose, you know, like when you have a, um, and you're in a business and you're selling a product, the client comes to you, buys your product and then basically leaves and you hope that they'll buy from you again. In my business, you know, the clients that I have, you know, are long-term clients and 
you know, I always had that real fear of, oh, I don't want to disappoint them. You know, I want to make sure that they're happy. And any sort of pushback ever made me feel really insecure about myself. And I actually just needed to get over that. Um, I took on a great mentor a couple of years ago who I thought was almost like a business coach, but she really just helped unpack me. And I was the one that was um, holding my business back because I was feeling very insecure. And I don't know whether it was, you know, time of my life that was happening or it was just me. And she helped sort of remove a lot of the blockages that I had for myself. And I sort of just let down that fear. And now it's like, you know what, I'm, I am good enough. My business is good enough. And if my clients uh, are unhappy or if they've got an issue, I have to look step behind, step away and just go, it's not really about me. And I've, that's the one thing I've sort of been my takeaway in the last couple of years. It's not everything is about me or something I've done. If somebody is having a bad day, it's not really about something I've done or pre, or, or, or I've not provided them. Um, I've been able to step back. Um, oh yeah, and like a lot of the services that we provide, your you know legal services definitely your service is the same. It's not all happy, 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 nice. You know sometimes right. people aren't happy when they get a fifty thousand dollar GST bill and they feel oh, the tension, yeah. stress of how how do I pay it? Um, and so who do they take that out on? Yep, exactly. The sort of like duck sometimes cops it, but you know what? It's and it is tough to to give bad news, you know, you're you're in that industry where, you know, you're having difficult conversations, you know, sometimes sometimes we've got to have difficult conversations with our clients and, you know, it's just a matter of helping them along the journey of, you know, what's the next best step for them. But I think the thing that I've, I've learned is just not to be afraid of people's reactions. It's just... You know what? And in terms of like putting yourself out there, and so you're like really blooming and flourishing with your um your branding, your social media presence. Um, you've been doing videos, all sorts of things. What would your advice be to someone who's watching other people online and they're thinking, "Oh, that looks so great! I wish I could do that." Um, but they're just holding themselves back, and because they're holding themselves back, they're actually holding their business back as well. What would be your advice about that? Run your own race. Don't ever worry about your competition because, you you know, you just have to do what, what feels right for you. Like if you were to only ever put out content based on, you know, how it's going to look to somebody else, you'd never end up putting anything out there. And I think that we are so fearful of judgment that that can hold us back. So I always just say to people, stay in your lane, do your thing, don't worry about your competition um, or what other people are out there doing. You know, sure, have a look at what other people are doing and go, wow, that looks great, but don't think that that's something that you have to do if that doesn't, if that doesn't resonate with you as a person, then, then don't do it. You know, like I, I've seen lots of different, you know, I... Um, see lots of different businesses out there posting stuff and like the reels. I would love to be a person that could do a reel. <laughs> and my VA keeps telling me, come on, you you know, she's really encouraging me to do reels. And I'm like, yeah, it's just not sitting right yet. 
Oh, maybe I'll swing the camera onto you and we'll we'll give it a go. Oh, God, yeah. A few champagnes maybe, that will help. <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to look you up because they really are now intrigued with how amazing your social media is and your branding and they want to have a look at your branding. Yes. Um, or they think, oh, my God, this has resonated with me so much. I hate doing my bookkeeping. It's actually holding me back. It's costing me more money than it's worth by doing it myself. And I really yeah. need Angelique's help. Where would they be able to find you? Okay, so I've got um, Instagram, so it's Flexible Bookkeeping Solutions. Uh, I've got a Facebook page, same name again. My website is um, um, Flexible Bookkeeping Solutions as well. Um, But I also have a thing what's called Ask the Experts. So you can, if you just don't know, if you've got a question and you need it answered, you can just... um, Click into the Instagram. There's a click there to book a spot where you can have a free 15-minute chat and about anything. I've got lots of... So it's a pick-your-brain session. It's a pick-your-brain session, exactly. That's a really great offer. I'm sure that there's many people listening who really would love to pick your brain. Um, So where do they find that? On your website. Yeah, that's on the website and also on Instagram. And on LinkedIn, you are Angelique Sheedy. I think I am. <laughs> How bad is that? I well, think that's I, yes, not I bad am. because the reason you don't know is because you have an amazing uh, presence, but you're not actually doing it yourself because you're a smart business person and you're outsourcing. <laughs> so that's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's totally fine. You're out. You're outsourcing, <laughs> which is what you should be doing because that's really what we've been talking about today is outsource what you're not an expert at. And if you're not an expert at your bookkeeping, outsource it. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, you, your world will change when you don't actually have to, you know, be doing these things yourself. Well, it's let been... Go of, let go of the wheel. Let go of control. Let go of control. You can't scale if you are hanging on tight. Exactly. Well, it's been awesome talking to you about all things bookkeeping and what you've been learning in the Scalable Business Lounge and how much, of course, you help my business um, with all of the bookkeeping. And obviously, you relieve a massive amount of pressure off me because I don't have to think about any of that stuff ever. Uh, And yeah, so I um, think that everyone will have really loved our chat today. So thank you, Angelique. I hope so. Thanks, Caroline. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by the Scalable Business Lounge. If you would love to learn how to scale your law firm without burnout, then join my free workshop at carolyfontanelli.com. Until next time, you have got this.